0: Night's the matinee edition. You know, we well, can't, we can't talk without Jerry and Drew. What's up, guys? How are you?
1: What up, guys? Man. Wait, Jerry, you're muted, buddy. Jerry, yes. Classic I, love a ma-
2: I love a matinee being that uh, I can't stay awake past 10 o'clock. So,
1: uh... <laughs> I'm kind of digging this matinee move. I think we should stick with it. I like it's it. It's good, man. I'm caffeinated. I, like I
2: feel good. The Knicks haven't played yet, so we're not sad <laughs> yes. about anything yet.
0: Definitely in a good mood right now, so that's awesome. Man, look, I got to tell you, I know we don't have a lot of great stuff to talk about when it comes to our boys, but there's definitely a lot of stuff. We can jump into, so I want to start off guys with, let's talk about the weekly recap. Our last one, December 7th versus the Spurs. Ouch. Since then, guys, we've been taking L's left and right Pacers. 122 to 102, rough. Raptors 90 to 87, rough. The Bucks 112 to 97, horrible. And then the Warriors kept it close but ugly play throughout, 105 to 96. Where the heck did we start, Jerry? Where are we going wrong, bro?
2: Uh, so look, there's a lot of things to unpack here. First and foremost, You know, last year, I think we all deep down might have known this, was probably an overachievement in our favor, right? It's like you play Monopoly when you get the bank error in your favor. It's like, oh, wow, the bank, it ain't so bad, this game, right? I'm not going to say anyone's regressed, um, but obviously Randall's numbers are way down. You know, he's averaging 19 and a half games, down five points a game. Obviously, teams are keying in on him a lot more. The assists are close to the same. The free throws are down, as well. And the three point percentage is down from like 41% to 34%. That hurts. RJ has certainly he shot great the first month, certainly not even close to what we were expecting him to kind of get to at this point. And I I said it to a lot of friends in all my Knicks group chats. Like last year, we our defense was great, top in the league, right? Mm-hmm. But we were giving up a lot of clean threes that just weren't going in against us. And this year, we're giving up sort of the same exact shots, and every team is just making them on us, which is a little closer to reality than what last year was. Now, I don't think we're as bad as we've been the last 10 games, two and eight over the last 10, and uh, and yeah, I, I have some more stuff I'm saving for later in the show, but um, it's it's There's no direction right now. There's no team camaraderie. It doesn't seem like the guys are having fun. And now there's a a COVID issue. And obviously, you hope all the players are safe, but guys, and and they will be, but guys are going to miss time. So,
1: Drew? Speaking of COVID issue, I'm COVID. I got COVID. Oh. Yeah, you yeah. okay, buddy? I, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, like, so, like, in my head, I was about to do, like, some Stephen A. Smith, like, let's blow it up. Tired. <laughs> I came ready for you to,
2: like, what trades is Drew going to want you know this it's week? Coming. You know it coming. It's coming. <laughs> I'm ready for it. I'm
1: ready for it, it. it. We need to dive into it because it's almost inevitable. So, yeah, I'm of the nature of a couple things. I think, one, um, I don't know if I have the confidence that this – Actually, let me rephrase that. I do not have the confidence that this is the team that's going to take us past the first round of the playoffs. With that being said, I think we need to reassess our strategy. I think we've seen a quarter of the season. There's no reason to waste this year. We need to figure out a strategy that optimizes this year. And there's a few things I think that needs to happen. One, I think uh, I think um, our shooting guard, um, Fournier, got to mm-hmm. hit the bench. Got to hit the bench. Listen, Fact is, he's not delivering. Um, He should get the Kemba treatment. Uh, I think that, unfortunately, that that backcourt didn't work. It's not like he's a great defender with his offense isn't isn't, um, uh, standout. And he's not young to the point where we can develop him for years. So, to me right now, he's taking up a spot that doesn't belong to him. I think that, with with that said, I think we need to revamp the lineups. I I think Derek Rose has to move into the starting lineup. Um, it's just right. the reality of the. I, I don't care if we like his role on the bench because he can, brings in energy we have quickly. Quickly is an energy guy. Rose needs to come in, start the lineup, and then my starting shooting guard is um, is Grimes. I think Grimes is a, is a stud three and D player. I think we should be developing developing him. He's proven that the kid can come in and ball. He can he can spread the floor. So yeah. I think he's he's a six foot five prototypical shooting guard. I I mean, since you
0: brought up Grimes, I mean, let's talk about that first game, right? I mean, Grimes, Grimes, twenty-seven points was the most by a New York Knicks rookie in their first career start. Yep, yep. His seven-three set a Knicks rookie record. I mean,
1: no doubt. Now, so so I, so I'm starting, I'm starting Grimes. I'm start. Then I'm going to, you know, then I'm starting RJ. And my hardest spot, my hardest spot right now has been, uh, and then I'm starting Mitch Robinson. My hardest spot is Randall or And I think like you got to keep Randall in the starting lineup because I think it would just demoralize him and the team and he'd be done. But if we went to full blown, hey, let's invest in the future. We have some real talent on this team that is young and needs to be matured. Then I think those then then you then you're thinking about starting Obi. Regardless, Julius Randall cannot be playing forty minutes a game. It just there's no point. He's not even contributing enough. He has the leads the team in plus in in lowest plus minus in negative. So like he's got to be playing less minutes. Then on the second unit, I'm seeing quickly. I'm seeing. um, I'd like to. I'd like to see. I mean, I. That's where you think you got to have Fournier get some minutes. You got to have Burks get his minutes. I believe Knox should get some minutes. The kid is. I've always liked Knox. Maybe we're just we're just throwing him out there to get some get some. He snake
2: bit man because tonight is a perfect opportunity for him to get minutes, and he's out with COVID.
1: Oh really? That happened to too.
2: Yeah, perfect opportunity with Grimes and RJ and uh-huh. OB out. Um, yeah. you know, he played some so perfect opportunity for Knox to and against the Rockets, you know, obviously that's we can't take anyone lightly at this point, but not the defensive juggernaut. Uh and unfortunately, yeah, I believe that's I think that's a hundred percent. I could have
0: sworn I read that. So yeah, no, you did. You did. I saw it this morning as well. So so, wait, so is
1: Okay, we'll get back to that one there's
2: second. no, there's no RJ tonight. There's no Grimes. There's no Obi. There's no Knox. Wow. Yeah. So I uh, think that for the time being, I think we got to tap Kemba Walker back on the shoulder. What, what else are we wait, gonna do? Wait, we're shorthanded.
1: Wait, wait no again, if we're gonna think, if we're gonna think young talent first, why not give Deuce McBride some real run? The kid can ball.
2: He should definitely play tonight for sure, uh, especially with Knox now being out and decimated with COVID, you know, uh, he's got, he, and he will play tonight. Cause he does fit the Tibbs kind of thing. Um, I agree with mostly everything that you're saying Drew. I mean, I don't think the Randall benching, like
0: if that's it's, the case, yeah. then you need to just trade him He's, he's not playing with any passion. I mean, dude, just not doing anything for us and looks exhausted by the time we get to the
1: fourth. Yeah. I mean, it's just, he's not performing at all. He's forcing it. He's moping around. He looks like he's totally in his own head. there's no
2: offensive continuity with this team either right it's literally like schoolyard kind of pickup where ran it's like okay randall here's the ball go create here's like a weak screen uh or then it's like all right dish it to rose you're a guy who could create and he does but outside of that like there's never i was talking to uh my buddy kyle rudy coach of the knicks uh 2k league team knicks gaming and we were even saying like even like a 2 kick, like there's no off-ball stuff. Watching the Warriors move the ball. Now, look, the Warriors are great, and they got Steph Curry, so I get it. Yeah, right? And they got Draymond, who one of the best defensive players ever. There's no off-ball anything. It's drive and kick, drive and kick. And if you're not hitting those kicks,
0: you basically don't have an offense. Yeah, true story. So, guys, real quick, I mean, just everybody in the chat, as you know, we keep this open for them right the, the invites in there the links in there i see people are jumping in um so i see uh, we got scott waiting in the back room i guess he has some stuff he wants to talk about hey scott how you doing
3: <laughs> what's going on fellas sup scott man how are we I, i'm
0: Perfect. guessing you got you got some takes you want to share with
3: us man take it away well i i did i you guys covered a lot of it i first off I, you know agree with jerry i was i was looking at the standings last night um and walked through the roster on uh rosters on the on the east side we're we're kind of right where we should be if you look at our roster um we we hit lightning in a bottle last year uh you look you even look at the calves you look at the hornets you even look at the wizards the hawks like they have better they have a better team than we do you look at the injuries and, and covid uh,
1: we brought on some very strong veterans that were supposed to that
3: aren't playing well. Fournier's been a Fournier's been a disaster for us. Uh, Kemba was a terrible signing. Um, they're not they're not playing well. I was happy. I liked I liked the Fournier signing, um, and I bringing Noel back. I was a big fan of. But you go up and down on our roster. And we're not as good as the other teams in the East. The East is solid this year.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. And look, those signings to me aren't terrible because those are all great contracts, right? So we're not locked into. The problem is, is like we we signed those guys because we kind of whiffed in free agency with some of the bigger, you know, with some of the bigger names. I mean, I still don't know what the real, the realistic Lonzo play was. Like if we really had a chance, it seemed like that DeRozan Lonzo thing to the Bulls was like worked out. I mean, isn't there even Mm -hmm. like tampering stuff all the way across? So, you know everyone says all oh, the Knicks should have got Lonzo like I just think that might have been done before free agency even opened up uh I, I still like those signings because the contracts are great in our favor. You just hope that they would have even. We were hoping that they would like surpass that contract a little yeah. bit, like Burks did. Mm-hmm. Burks is a guy who's always surpassed his contract. Like I said in our last show, Alec Burks' agent needs to be calling, and saying, "Like, find the bonus for this guy somewhere because right. he's doing everything <laughs> and he's not and he's not on the top three highest paid guys on the team." But yeah,
0: but, uh, yeah, but just guys, we're
1: underperforming.
0: We're still at the same point, though. Realistically, where we were last year at this time, were we not.
1: But the team, was, yeah, the pl- team was playing at a different level. So, like the team last yeah. year was playing hard. Yeah. You had hope and in it. Yep. Every single game was an absolute utter battle. Whereas you see lapses, and you don't, not, and you definitely do not see the same level of defense, which is like a total failure yeah. for Tibbetts for Tibbs. Yeah. So, like to me, I'm just when I see the young kids get after it, I get really excited. Um, because I, that's what I want to see from this team. I want them to see fight. I want them to earn their freaking minutes. Um, but it's also, you know, like what Jerry was just saying before. He was like, listen, I don't want to, like, we, 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 like, we struck out on free agency. That's why we got the free agents we did. That's the reality of it. I'm not in the business of relying on free agency any longer. For 20 years, we've struck out. Fuck. Yeah.
0: Here comes Drew trade machine Austin, (laughs) folks. Here he comes. Drew, hold on to it because we're gonna we're gonna get into trades. I promise (laughs) you. I can't wait. I can't wait.
2: I'm gonna shock you, Drew. I'm gonna shock you later in that segment. I'm gonna shock
3: Uh you. Uh Drew, I'm with you though that we need to get more time for the for the young guys. Like we gotta figure out and uh you know with RJ, we have to get him more shots. He's shooting he was started to shoot more uh of late before, you know, before he's been out. Um, but like you look at, you look at like John ja Morant. and I'm not comparing RJ to John Morant, but he gets to put up 25 shots a game if he wants to, like, I'd like to see that for RJ. We got to figure out, you know, if, if he's someone that we could build around as a top one or two guy for a championship team.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot has to change guys. Cause I mean, look at our team leaders right now. I mean, this is literally our categories and it's not looking great. So there needs to be a lot of changes especially on the offensive side. We're just not putting it together at all. Looks like we got uh, somebody else in the back room, too, that wants to jump on. Let me pull him in here. Hey, Kyle, how you doing? What up? What's, what's up, up, buddy? Man? Not much.
2: What's the uh, number on that jersey, you ro- the patch jersey you're rocking? I can't see it. Oh, that's D. Harris. Uh-huh. The
4: beast himself.
2: Very interesting name in the fantasy world this week. What oh, is he yeah. going to play? How much is he going to play? All right. What's up, Kyle?
4: So, uh, look. I'm I'm still getting big into basketball. You know, I'm still, I am still I got players I followed way before I followed teams. You know, some of the guys on the Knicks I've loved. And like you guys have mentioned, they've been really disappointing. You know, Kemba Walker, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose. These are guys that I've followed because, you know, they had real good seasons. And your best shooter, it looks like I'm looking at field goal percentages, is Mitchell Robinson. You know, you guys don't have anybody that's shooting over 20 a game. Mm-hmm. Um I think and I think Drew mentioned it a lot of the young guys you guys really I think struck gold on and I I think especially with RJ and Mitch I think you know you get them to play more and you figure out whatever the hell's going on with the vets I think you guys will be in a set spot but I think the biggest thing is you are playing the Rockets tonight and you guys have to win this one cuz they're not looking great so this is very much a game where you can
0: We're, we're missing our energy guys though. We are missing. Exactly. Yeah. Let me get my legal pad out. Go go into tonight and have the young guys that would have had a chance getting on COVID. Then we're missing a lot of our muscle. It's, it's, it's a toss up. We're going to have a chance tonight.
3: I think I was at the game on Tuesday. It was, it was, it was brutal. Like from both sides, actually the Warriors (laughs) played terrible. The fact that we didn't, that we, we couldn't like that. We didn't even give them a run for their money in the fourth. There it sucked, but there was no energy whatsoever. Like none of it. And I think I forget who said it, but I think it uh, maybe drew brought up a great point that Randall's just like, even if you look at his uh, just how he carries himself on the court, he looks like a different guy this year than he did last yeah.
0: year. Yeah. I mean, his numbers are not stellar. I mean, no guy that we need to rely on. And then especially with everybody going through the COVID stuff, you need someone like him to step up and it's just, it's not there. Yeah,
2: all. but I, look, I can't fault Randall a thousand percent. I mean, obviously, like his run last year. I mean, all NBA second team. There's, there's mm-hmm. no one that saw that coming. Uh, but he put the work in, and yeah, maybe he's not consistently all NBA second team. Who knows? But I don't think he's the version we saw against the Hawks either. Right? It's probably somewhere in between. It's close. Well, it's I don't.
1: Pretty close to the Hawks. He looks that confused on offense. I don't think
2: that. The where that he's getting any help from anyone outside of Burks, like Rose has even had a down season, like compared to what yep. he was. At, like, oh, yeah. Rose made every one of those weird flip floaters last year, and he's just not making them this year. Um, I did we this, miss Bullock. Yeah, uh, I, you know
1: what, I, I said that as a
2: joke the other day, but do we he's really like, miss Bullock? Come on,
1: yeah, maybe on like a, I like them. I like them. I, I think, I think you know what, great did we on, he was theo great Pinson, on.
2: Theo Pinson, and here's why. <laughs> Theon Pinson was the ultimate, ultimate bench guy. Go back and look at some highlights of the Knicks games when they're on their runs. Go look at the antics Theo Pinson's doing on that bench, bringing joy to the entire team. Right now, it's not there. And I don't know if it's because of COVID. Obviously, it's because of losing. There's no joy on that court right now. I do think that's fixable. Uh, Big pitch for you guys right here, okay? I did this last time, and I said we were going to go through a gauntlet after that last Rockets game. Okay. Rockets are on the schedule tonight. We are two and eight in our last 10. We're 12 and 16. We're the 12 seed. We're three games back of the six seed Hornets. Houston tonight. Now I'm going to rattle off some games. Okay. At Boston, Boston's playing a lot better. Now here we go. Pistons, Wizards. These are all home games. Hawks on Christmas Day. Great time to go to the garden. Christmas Day at the garden's magical. Boston. Then we go on the road. Wolves. Pistons, Thunder, Raptors, Pacers. Those last two, we owe mm-hmm. both those teams. The Raptors beat us twice this year. Pacers beat us two out of three. So there is a window. There is a stretch where yeah. that two and eight over the last ten could easily be an eight and two. This is a very important stretch for the Knicks coming up, and it starts tonight against the Rockets.
1: Okay. What are you? So what are we trying to get out of this stretch? Like this is what I guess what I'm tr- what I'm struggling with right now is like. A part of me, I saw that stat that you put up: ten and eight. Uh, Kemba, we were ten and eight with Kemba, two and eight without him, or whatever. Um, did we pull the plug on? Ke- did we pick the wrong problem? Is Kemba the problem?
2: He, I mean, but statistically you oh, people would yeah. say yes sure, like,
1: but like as, all his
2: plus minuses yeah. defensive metrics war like some yeah. of the worst in the league yeah um
1: but like is he not worth putting out i mean he was he's an offensive he is by far the best player to get the team in to get the team in the, in the position to score and be able to create his own shot like is he not worth 25 minutes a game like he, he is tonight
2: he, when you're missing four guys yeah, be yeah. COVID. he's yeah. certainly is is still offense. out Obi's out. Randall's Obi's out.
1: out? Uh, Wait, Randall. Grimes is out.
2: out right? No, Obi, RJ, sorry. Obi, RJ, Knox, Grimes.
3: Yeah. So I, I think Ray- Tim Ray- worth a flyer every night to see if he's hot. He's either been red hot or he's just shot poorly. So like, yeah, I,
0: I also feel like Tibbs took him out when the point guard position was kind of the issue right there. Trying to figure out who we wanted to go with because you had RJ at that moment, putting up 20, you had the guys kind of stepping up. So I don't think it was the perfect time to stick to not having him in there. But, again, we have no choice tonight.
4: Now, Drew, you
2: mentioned
0: what we're trying to get out
2: of this. We're two full games back out of the play-in right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. I was
4: was just about to say, to answer your question, you kind of answered your own question before you even asked it. I think a big thing you can get out of this, especially with a win against the Rockets, is you can get that energy back. You come away tonight with a W missing a lot of guys, that's going to reinvigorate the whole team then you're rolling in against a pretty solid Celtics team, you know, with a little more energy behind it and a little more passion, especially if you get Obi back, you get Randall back, uh, excuse me, RJ. Like, I think you guys are going to be, even if you guys are going to definitely keep it close against the Celtics, you know, maybe even pull it away, especially if you, depending on how well you play tonight.
1: I guess the the thing that I'm thinking about in the back of my head here is like, I go back to what I said right off the bat. It's like, I listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna root for the Knicks to win a basketball game if it's the last game in the season and they're 50 out. Mm-hmm. That's just mm-hmm. my mentality. It's all I know. Even when they're not supposed to win, I almost can't stop from rooting for them to win. So like there's just you know, I'm always gonna root for them to win. Let's put that aside. When I look at this team, I do not think they're built for a, a, a run. We don't want. It. We. I mean, are we? Are we saying a first round knockout? Are we saying first round playoffs is a huge victory for us this year? Is I that- think so.
2: <laughs> um. It, look. So I hear the two <laughs> options, Andrew. It's like. You could either play for some playoff, at, like do you remember? Even though it was a terrible series for us and we lost in five, but do you remember like after like game two when we tied the series one one? Do you not want to feel that joy again? Uh, your other option is is you literally just start playing Grimes, Knox, McBride, and your tank, oh. and you just you yeah. blow it up and we you tank two, and try and get a lottery pick, uh, top eight picks. pick.
1: We do have two first round picks next year. I think. Yeah, but
3: the Dallas pick's not going to be great. And there's no guarantee that it's a top three anymore. Like tanking just doesn't make sense. I think think we have a little bit more cred where we'll get we'll pick up a free agent in the next five years. Like I'm I'm confident of that. We're not we're not the same team. And it's a whole new it's a whole new generation. Like the LeBron, KD, like those guys, we were a joke the whole entire time they're in the league. I think the young guys now like they see the opportunity and come into New York. So I'm I'm bullish on that. I don't think I, I
1: agree with you. I mean, I feel like I've said that every year for the last 20 years, but I also, I think more than ever, I, I agree with that. But last year I felt like was, there was no better time going into last season, last off season with the crowd. Almost like, I'm telling you, that was one of the most, in, like a, a game two NBA playoff game was one of the most memorable sporting events I've ever attended because mm-hmm. of how energetic that crowd was and how unbelievable that crowd was. So like after that run, with a team so excited, coach of the year, we still struck out. I'm not I'm just not banking on it. I'm we like, did strike out, yeah, but
3: there wasn't like there wasn't know, there wasn't much.
2: There wasn't a ton like you really talk about like Lonzo, yeah, DeRozan, Lowry, the
1: like that's the problem, guys. Is that the, 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 the model is set for players to return to their teams? That's the reality of it. The model is set for that, so it's it's already a slim pickings. When we when we get out to this when we get out to the market and no matter what we do, we still have Jim Dolan, and that is a huge. And when when push comes to shove, and you have to get your contract signed, and you're at the table, and you know who your boss is, and it's still Jim Dolan, that is going to put the that is going to put fear in. I don't know. In-
2: I don't know. I think we should just like I
4: don't know. I don't think that. I honestly, I honestly think um, championship this year probably not. But there's a lot of Death good enough. things. There's a, there's a lot of good things that this team can do while working towards having that roster that we all want. One, you could play spoiler to a lot of teams. You can be the thorn in a lot of team sides. And I think at, at the very least, the Knicks have the ability to really fuck up the seating for a lot of people. Um, you could also like making it back to the playoffs for another season. That's got to be the goal, at least that, because then you show everyone else that the Knicks and last season wasn't just a fad this season. You know, maybe we go. Maybe you go a bit deeper, maybe not. But you're still there. You're still a contender while you're working on building up that roster. You don't want people to think that you're a fucking pushover who had a blip in like one good season and then you back to sucking. I think if they play with the mentality of we can really mess up some teams, we can really get at them. You know, they don't think anything of us, you know, so we're yeah. going to go out and show them. I think that's exactly what they could be. They could be people, someone that upsets the seating, someone that shows, hey, watch out for us because we're up and coming, you know. And I get to say this without being a Knicks fan because I haven't been saying it for the past 20 years. So this is the first time I'm saying it. So there's a little extra hope behind it.
0: Guys, real quick, uh, we got another guest in the back there. Uh, Actually, personal friend of mine. Uh, his name's Hector from Project Nerd HQ. They do their own YouTube Nick's channel over there for the love of the game. And uh, he just checked in. What's going on, Hector?
5: Chilling, family. Chilling, family. Hope all is well. Thanks for having me on. Hector, nice what's do. up, you man? Guys. Jerry, Drew, Kyle, Scott, Jigger. What's up? Hope all is well. Bro, so
0: I, I know you wouldn't have jumped on if you didn't want to drop some 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 Nick's convo. So. What do you want to touch on, man?
5: Well, first of all, you know, being, be having conversations about the Knicks, you know, it's very stressful in your life. You know, like hair <laughs> <death> falls out, <laughs> blood pressure goes through the roof, exactly. you know, diabetes <laughs> pops up out of nowhere. But then honestly, um, these past 20 years have been stressful. Last year, we thought, all right, turning it around. Mm-hmm. But then, like, like I told you, Jigga, man, different conversations we've had, everything that could have went wrong with this team has gone wrong. Everything, literally everything. Julius not having the same numbers. Kemba Walker not panning out. Evan Fournier being a donut the past few games and stuff. It has not keyed out in our favor. So when you when this happens, you have to take a step back and be like, all right, we hit on it last year with Julius. You know, we didn't expect Julius to do what he did. He did what he did. So the front office thought they could be slick. Like, all right, let's get some couple pieces that no one else is, like, banking on, and let's see how they work out. I'm not sure if it's a disconnect between Tibbs and the front office because him pulling Kemba walk and not having him in the rotation or just like playing Evan Fournier in random situations. It seems like he didn't want those players, in my opinion.
0: Do you think it hurts us when we were doing the Kemba Evan Fournier combination like that didn't seem to really be something that
5: hit well? To me, it's one or the other. It's either you're gonna have Fournier or Kemba, and being the fact that Kemba makes less money out of the two of them, he's gonna the one that's gonna take the hit. He's gonna be the scapegoat, you know. But, you,
1: you, but let's just say this again. We just, if you do look at it, we were ten and eight, and now we're oh yeah, two, and now we're two and eight. So mm-hmm. like, was it the right decision? What well, did we make the right? I, I, I'm not yet confident that removing. Listen, I, I know the numbers where they were, where they were. Um and I, I don't think Kemba is necessarily going to be the player he was one, once was, but there's no doubt when the ball when when there is like a shot that needs to be made right now, he is by far the best player on the team to create a jump shot. He has yeah. a crossover that's absolutely utterly dirty. The ball is on a string. He still has the handle. He's got a beautiful stroke. Like he can you know he can put the ball in the bucket and also has a good solid pass first point guard. He can play. He can distribute too. So like mm-hmm. I, I I like his offensive game, his defensive game I thought would be protected by the rest of a Thibodeau defense, and it didn't right. get protected well enough. Um, and maybe that's because Mitch is still Mitch is still um, has no stamina and is not where he is where he needs to be yet, right. and he admits that. Um, you know, Randall's never been an absolute stud on defense; he's just been you know an average defender, which is better than him being a below-average defender. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know that's fine under a Thibodeau defense. But like. You know, and RJ is RJ. RJ is a star defender, but you know, I, I just think that we are. I'm not clear. I'm I, I'm trying to understand the mentality. Like the the what is the philosophy of this team? Who are we, and what's our strategy? Are we developing talent? Are we are we leaning on the the veterans like Tibbs usually does? Then like, wh- was Kemba the right decision? Are we right. get, are we going to make like some real like. Are we trying to build up trade value? What is our philosophy and strategy? Because like, See, but that's the thing, Drew. The the questions
0: you're um, asking, I think they're trying to figure those answers out too because they don't even – it seems like no one's on the same page.
1: Last year, we knew what we were doing. We were going to be the best defensive team in the league and we were going to fight it like hell. We knew we weren't the best, but we were going to be a playoff team. And we were. And that was like what we were. And I think the identity right now to me – is utterly confusing. I have no I,
5: idea. I, I know it was like a joke around statement earlier when you guys were talking, but you know Bullock was our best man on man defender last year. Bullock did guard the uh, the best offensive player on the opposing team. You know, I know it's a joke saying we miss uh, Bullock, but Bullock was able to hide Julius Randall's um, incompetency on the defensive side because Julius is not a great defender. So having um, defenders around him that are good, like a Bullock. Like, I don't want to say Alfred Payton, but Elf on the shelf, having those type of good defenders around them, you didn't get to see what you're seeing now from Julius. How many times are you guys watching the game and he doesn't switch on his man and it's a wide open three?
3: A I got to run, things. guys. Thanks for thanks for having me on. This is this is my new favorite show. Scott, <laughs> hey, yeah, Ladies, hey, brother.
5: Hey, Scott, it's going
0: to be hey, all right,
2: Scott. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Um, <laughs> look, I, I think Randall was a very much improved defensive player last year i think he was above average last year but again there was a little bit of a mythical thing with the defense last year i'm telling you i've looked at the advanced numbers like the same threes that we're giving up now were there last year meaning open clean looks that were not going in last year against us and they now are and that. I don't want to say it's luck, but that's just like some. That's just the way it goes. Um, I do miss Bullock because the thing I truly believe that this team is missing that we do not have, and Bullock, at least in spurts, can do, is we do not have a legit three and D lockdown guy. We do. Burks was that guy.
1: We just haven't played him. Crime. Crimes. Uh,
2: Drew. Yes, but a lot to prove there. Like we're Fair. like, let's, I mean, I could throw out some names of guys who've had incredible first, second, third games. Like I, do I think he's like a legit starting NBA three and D guy? I can't say that yet. He's played like one game.
1: It. I'd like to see. I it.
2: want to see it for sure. Yeah. But Bullock at like so many times last year would have four threes in the first quarter to Hector's point was locking up whoever the other team's best mm-hmm. off ball And sometimes primary ball nice. handler was, there's a there's a name out there that I think is available. He's been available for a while. I don't know exactly what the price tag is, but it's it's something we could afford because all the other names I'm sure Drew's going to bring up are going to be
0: unaffordable I names. Can we all right. So guys, I, I, had, I had a way that I want to structure. I'm this not even trying segments. to start the convo no, yet. No, no, no. But here's the thing. Here's <laughs> the thing. We're all, we're all itching to get into that. I mean, we're 33 right? minutes in. We haven't talked about trades yet. Yeah, yeah. We're, right. we're, we're, we've waited long enough. Hey, uh, Hector, Stadhead, hang out in the back room, man. Don't leave. Uh, bring you guys back on in a second. All right. All right. All right. So obviously we need to jump in to it. So, Last time we played a little game, right? Hot or not? Let's jump into this. It's gonna be the Hot or Not trade opportunities today, all right? Look, we're getting there. We waited 33 minutes, I'm proud of us. We've only mentioned it like 16 times. Jerry, we'll start with you, bro. Okay. Hot or not, on the trade for Ben Simmons?
2: Uh, Too bad there's not a warm, like a hot, warm. (laughs) or cold. I'm going to say hot for sure. I'm going to say hot. Uh, I mean, I could give the explanation why it's a risk, but I I think that the Knicks have to take risky guys at this point. Uh, Mm -hmm. But I just don't know if we have enough and have what they need. They might need to be a third team involved, but hot is my
1: answer. All right, Drew, on you. I'm hot. I want Sim. I like Simmons. I love Simmons in a Thibodeau defense. I think uh, his his size, and then how he can play both on and off the ball. um, I think that a backcourt, like I just, I, I could really see him being. And like, listen, there's an under. He can't shoot. Can it? Can that improve? It's improved for a lot of players over time. You know, Michael Jordan was a terrible jump shooter in the beginning of his career, and and grew that part of his game. Same with Kobe. Same with Jason Kidd. So like there's a lot of players that couldn't that could not shoot early in their career and develop that over time, which means that this is the time to buy low on a guy like Ben Simmons. His defense is top tier, like top, like D one, like uh, defense, like t- All NBA team one. Uh, that height is incredible to play defense at the back on, on the three ball. I'm a big believer that in this modern day, you almost have to rethink your 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 team. In terms of, I'd be going for a lot more long players because if you're going to disrupt all the three point shooting, you got to get hands in their faces because um, they can shoot from wherever now. So I'm a big believer in going after height uh, across the board, point guard to center. Um, so, so personally, I I really like Ben Simmons. I'd be I don't know exactly what it would take. Um, I mean, listen, they're not in very. They're I'll tell you one thing. Philly's not in a very like strong position. They have no leverage. Right. Like yeah. there's no leverage. Like he's either going to walk whenever he walks um, or they're going to trade him and get something for him. So uh, I'm, I'm for Simmons. All right. So I'm, I'm going to ask this guy in the back room as well to come
0: and answer if he's hot or not on a Ben Simmons trade. Jack Settleman, what's up, buddy? Yes. Hi, people. Jack, we're not going to let you have a moment to breathe and not jump <laughs> right in. Hot or not on a Ben Simmons trade, bro.
6: I am all for a Ben Simmons trade. You bring a – I don't want to use superstar, but he's a really good player. And I just want to see – I don't know what happened. This is a Tom Thibodeau team that plays no defense. It might be the first time it has ever happened. What? And you get the chance to take the NBA's best, most versatile defender, put him in a tip system. I would like to see what it looks like. And to be quite honest, given the current state of this Knicks team – I don't know what do we give up that's valuable. Like I feel comfortable giving up a lot of things for Ben Simmons or another star. So at this point, it's kind of like we might have made a couple of mistakes in free agency. Let's see if we can amend those, given like Drew was saying, Philly doesn't have much leverage. You hear Daryl Morey, top 25 player, top 25 player. No, Ben Simmons is not playing right now. You don't have that leverage. So I'm hot on Ben. All right. So
0: sticking with Ben for a second, Jerry, I'm going to go to you. What do you think it takes to make a trade like that happen? So here's what I think is the problem.
2: Here's what I think is the problem. I I think we do have maybe enough assets to pull this off, although we would probably gut most of the team uh, and, and have to patch it together Mm -hmm. with like veteran contracts. But I know the the Sixers are on the outside looking in. I think they're like right with us, record wise, maybe slightly above. Like, but they're still with a guy like Embiid and his health and all that in a win now. So, like, does an RJ Ob three first round picks get it done? I, maybe, but I don't know if Philly even is wrapping their head. That, like, Philly's not in a rebuild necessarily, you know. So, three way trade. Maybe there's a third. Yeah, there's yeah. there's got to possibly be a third team in there where you can get. Someone in the backcourt, uh, honestly, the perfect player right now for the Sixers, in my opinion, would be Kyrie. I We don't have to get into the the the, the hot button issues yeah. of all that. I'm just saying, fit wise with Embiid, like they need a backcourt creator who could score and dish. And yeah, uh, I don't know. We don't have. That's what we need. A matter of, of fact,
1: we do have that though. We do have score and dish, Ooh. Kemba. So I am Oh, dude, it's not it. It's not it. I would say Rose realize I was is more likely. Rose is more likely than Kemba to no, fit with Philly they needs. Kemba's never leaving Rose. But I, here's my my <coughs> take. You just said it. They're in a win now position. Okay? Sort of. We sort are, of. I mean, they they are. Still... They're, they're a top 14. They're in a win now position. You put two veteran scorers that are solid ball players. Kemba and Fournier around, spread the court around Embiid. You throw Knox, you throw two first-round picks. It's
6: (laughs) never going to happen. Drew, honestly. Drew's the the guy who you try and fantasy football trade with. He's like, I'll give you my whole bench where I just picked up (laughs) off waivers, and you give me your first-round pick. Are you crazy? Kevin Knox. Drew, I wish
2: that could be true. It would be like the greatest trade in Knicks history. I can see
1: the compliment. I can see the compliment. Kemba
2: Walker's not even in the Knicks rotation right now. Like, and he's Evan out of the might and he not had one be of the worst. Right. And Fortier hasn't played a fourth quarter in like two months.
1: So, so do you think, oh, do you think, okay, so let's talk before we move on. It's to the not play, enough. We need a third who, team. Anybody on the team, not like in, in who are your top three untouchables or who is untouchable? No, I know nobody's untouchable. I get that. But, like, is there anyone untouchable? Or, the Knicks? Or, yeah. Who's like the hardest player for you to trade?
2: I, I, honestly, for me, my opinion is uh, pfft, I, no one's really untouchable on this team. Yeah. Let's be honest. No one.
1: Uh, it, do, we really uh, up, do we really give up on a third pick again?
2: Yes. Three years in? You're Who giving, are you talking about? You're talking about RJ? RJ,
1: you really give uh, up on are but you're. But you're,
2: but you're
6: I, 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 he's more untouchable yeah. to me than
2: anyone. I think so the if upside If you're insinuating in the
1: give
6: up, you're saying we're not thinking about re-signing him, we're trading him for nothing. Like, we're talking about Ben Simmons, or we're talking right. about getting a player. So – It's not like you're necessarily giving up on him. You're just – you're using him as a valuable asset while he has value. Fair.
1: Who's who's your next one, Chega? Who else you got? So, hot or not.
0: I'll start it off with you, Jack. Hot or not on a trade for Bradley Beal?
6: Pretty hot on that. Like Jerry was just saying, like, there's no one untouchable on the team. (laughs) The Knicks are dying for a star. Fine. The, pro- the only literal hesitation I would have around a Bradley Beal is, like, we just brought in five guards who can't pass and who only score, and it's not going very well in this system. So that, I guess, if you wanted to look at maybe a reservation for it, that would be it. But you can you can mark down 25 points a night yes. on the score sheet, Huge. and you can see that Randall did that last year. He did everything. And he just can't do it all again this year, and so being able to give him help consistently on a night-to-night basis—that's what the Knicks are missing.
1: Randall shouldn't be i f- I'd actually love to get Beale. I'm hot on that too, just because. I and he's someone I would give up a Barrett for because the problem with the Knicks is that Barrett is a th- is a is a is a third scorer. Yeah. Um, Randall is supposed to be a second scorer. He is not yeah. a creative shot. He does not need to be a thirty-point a game scorer. If he was an eighteen and ten guy, I'd be thrilled as long as he wasn't the first shot, as long as he wasn't and didn't force it, found his spots and played, you know, five assists, 18 points, well-balanced game. I'd be all for Randall's ball game. But he has such pressure on him to carry the load of this team. And he's had it now for the last, for his whole time as a Nick, that I think if you brought in, and this is where, this is where I'm more intrigued by a Beal than a Simmons, because Simmons doesn't take the weight off Randall still. He still is the go-to scorer, and he's not a go-to scorer, so we find ourselves in a very similar situation. With Beal, it almost changes the entire dynamic of the team, whereas now we have a go-to scorer. Randall can find a role for himself as the second scorer. Now, what's left on the team after a Beal trade, I have no idea after that.
2: Beal definitely makes a, a lot better sense than Simmons does with a Randall. And kind of with the other, like, again, if you're, you you are probably getting rid of some players, but then again, you too, you got to think if you're Washington, who is sort of in the the hunt, I mean, the playoff hunt, uh, although they've fallen from their hot start, but they have a great young core as well, you know, so I don't know if that makes them more likely or less likely to say, Hey, here's our superstar like, give it because okay. it's interesting. they're building like almost like an island of misfit toys of like yeah. guys who are cast off from other teams who are now playing really well. So I, I think that has the most interest, but I don't I still don't even think that's fully realistic. I think we're actually like a looking we maybe need to for this year look at like a tier below those superstars. But Beal oh, yeah. makes a lot of sense. um, but again, i gotta I gotta look at his contract too. Like, what does he have left because yeah. if he has one more year left after this year, I'd I'd maybe want to punt and see, I'd wait the year and a half till he's a free agent and make the play because you know you're right like what's left if is it R.J. Topping and two first round picks then you know I don't know if that gets it done either like if we're like a five seed again so but I I love right. Beal.
0: Well, I got one last one for the hot or not trade topic, and you know it's coming, Damian Lillard. What do you think, <laughs> Drew?
1: It's the same. It's the same boat. Exactly. Same, boat same, same boat. He's another star. Love to have him. He does. He does. He fills the void of a go-to scorer on the team. Uh, he's a big shot player. Uh, you know, he's older. He's thirty-one. So I mean, that's the only uh, drawback. Because because we are again, if you trade for a guy like him, you're still really not positioned for a championship. I mean, he's had a better. His team is better around him at, in Portland right now. So if you trade for him, you're probably stuck with another Portland in the Knicks. Um, so he's a first round exit. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure. All right. I think so. We we, we, we won't have, go around the horn yeah, on this. Gotta, one. I think we got to go. I think we got to look for. Let's talk through who are the diamonds in the rough. That's let's my go. next question. So yeah.
0: if each of you were picking someone to trade for Jerry, I know you were on your notepad. <laughs> you, you were ready. You came in with the lead. look at it. He, he came to lawyer us today. Jerry what what's that guy you think realistically we trade for know, not breaking
1: reason up and let me just ask you Jerry before you even jump into this are is there an incremental way to to improve this team like is it with yes. star or bust
2: i think I, pers- my opinion is i do think there's an incremental way um again i it, i don't know if the pieces necessarily fit and it would take savvy front office uh kind of Deal making to get it done, but there is a guy who I know has been on the table and in talks for lots of different trades in the last like year plus. And it, this is not a star name; it is it is someone who like flirted maybe with the All Star game a little bit, but I think he has exactly what the Knicks need, which we haven't had since freaking Steve Novak, <laughs> someone who could like consistently hit threes and create.
1: Are you, are you thinking Buddy Healed?
2: Yes. Buddy Hield in Sacramento, which by the way, that's who the Lakers should have gotten instead. And did that deal maybe instead of the Russell Westbrook deal? Yeah. Okay. And Sacramento is still a mess. They have a bunch of pieces that still don't fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, De'Aaron Fox, who I love, doesn't seem to be playing like it's not. It's not fitting. They Fox. gave away Bogdanovich for nothing. Like that's a guy they should have went like all in on if you're the Sacramento King. So, I think. Maybe you could peel off something, whether it's a, a Buddy Heald, maybe even Fox. I doubt it, though. But to me, Buddy Heald, a guy who – and I see someone in the chat even put like a Marvin Bagley. Like the Knicks need to roll the dice on some of these lottery picks that haven't necessarily become superstars that still have a little blood. Buddy Heald, had amazing years as one of the best three-point shooters in the league. And that is mm-hmm. exactly what the Knicks – we have no floor spacing. None. Our three-point shooting, with the exception of quickly getting hot and what? Burks getting hot, is terrible. Jay, terrible, terrible, terrible.
1: Let me ask you this, though. is So, okay, Buddy Heald, I get it. So here's – the Indiana Pacers are blowing up. They've come up and said, hey, we're blowing up. This. It's
2: my second team that I do love. Like, there's some players there. I have a trade yeah. that I love.
1: I think Malcolm Brogdon is a better version – in my opinion, a better version of Heald. I like Brogdon. I think he's a real ball player and well-balanced. Plays point, plays two. Now the i the dream trade for me the dream trade I, I don't think it happens maybe who knows is and I don't even know if it's a dream trade but I really like this guy a lot I like their big power forward um, Sabonis Sabonis I think Sabonis is a fascinating ball player just the way he like passes and scores and rebounds and he's just an interesting ball player like there's been rumors of a trade of Sabonis for Randall and like I'm not,
2: oh who's making that rumor would you read that
1: There have been rumors I've been hearing about it now I don't know if that meant draft picks as well. But there have been talk, there's been talk of a Sabonis-Randall trade.
6: I don't know who loses that trade, Jerry. Well, I... it's weird because they were competing for the
2: all-star spot last yeah. year, right? Remember when before Randall yeah. – because Randall also had an amazing second half of the year too. So he solidified that he had a better year than right. Sabonis last year, although Sabonis right. had a monster year. Uh, cause like, I remember there was like a duel in January between the two of yeah. them. And I think Randall got was, better of them.
1: I was loading up on the top shot moments. Cause I thought, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it's,
2: it, it's, it's different. So it's a really interesting trade, but to me, that's kind of lateral for both teams. I think maybe the Knicks might win that one or have to attach maybe a little more because Sabonis seems to be a more consistent, uh, player at what he's, what he does. But it does it seems kind of lateral for both, and Randall's on a bigger contract. So I don't know if that fits with the resetting with the pace. I, mean, I actually think Miles Turner, way better fit and more interesting, gettable piece for the Knicks. Because unfortunately, like, and I know he's super young, I don't know if the Mitchell Robinson experience is working out. And will work. I don't know. I'm not saying it yeah. won't.
1: But, I'm not ready to give up on Mitch. I'm just not ready to give up.
2: I mean, what what's the he, highest end of of Mitchell Robinson? It might be Miles Turner. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, like you're probably looking at a Deontre. who hits threes, by the way. Miles do. Turner actually hits threes. I always thought that the the, the that that Mitch Robinson is on a career trajectory to become like a DeAndre Jordan, and but I DeAndre
6: think- Jordan is nothing in this league. Yeah, today. like and,
1: yeah, and yeah. That player, so No, no, no. Like, I'm
6: I'm saying in today's style, today's NBA. Turner yeah. is the better version of what DeAndre was. He can defend and shoot the three. Yeah, he's shooting thirty-seven, almost thirty-eight percent from yeah. three fifty
2: one percent from the field and I think is leading the league in blocks and is arguably the best rim protector with the exception yeah. of like Rudy gobert obviously one of the best rim protectors in the league and always kills the Knicks by the way he kills the Knicks every time oh, yeah. we play them
1: so yeah. so I'm also but like again so here's so going three back,
2: blocks a game this year and three point four last year
1: no I, I I like Turner I, I think it, it would it would just take a, the trade to do a trade like that you're giving up on Mitch that's like a given fact he would have to be included in that yes. Rate. Yes. Um, and, you know, uh, yes does that change the game for the knicks i don't know i mean it's definitely a help he's he's well, still be, be on the
6: floor maybe that's yeah. another thing with mitch he's mitch. there for four games then he's out out then we have to watch noel who was born without hands which is pretty amazing to play in the <sighs> nba i mean and do we so, know how
2: old miles turner is trivia question how old miles turner
6: 28. Give it to us, Chat. He's 26. 25, yeah. 25. I, I was in college with him at he's, Texas. Yeah, he's two he's
2: years older He's coming years to my frat
6: parties. I mean, he's, come on.
2: He's only <laughs> two years older than Mitch. Like, that guy might have another 10 years and could potentially evolve into, like, a, a little more of a stretch five, which is sort of the way it's going, but still needing to be able to set picks and play D. I love yeah. Turner. I'm not saying I want to, like, give up on Mitch. I think Mitch still has a ton of potential, but the injuries are, are just – are are I, I, I feel bad. I, I I don't blame him for that.
1: My concern here, though, is I still think we like we have like if we're playing front office for a second, like you know we we're in fan control football. We might have to make decisions like these kind of things in the future. right so, not wait. <laughs> so so, but the reality is, like I'm trying to when we're talking about this, I'm trying to think like does that move the needle for this team? Like does it change? It does. One hundred percent does. Maybe maybe, but like yes. I still think that if we don't, in my opinion. If we do not figure out who's going to be the a, a, a legitimate first option scorer, and Randall is still forced to be the first option scorer, it is the number one problem this team has to solve for. That's my that's my yeah.
6: But it might not be the most immediate. That's it might the not difference. be the
1: most immediate, but I don't think you get over the hump without it. Like I'll take no. Here's, another, here's another name that, that I think could be interesting. I don't know if he's the guy, but like I think he would take serious pressure off Randall. A guy like Brandon Ingram. He's on a he's in a terrible spot. New Orleans is not going anywhere. They're going to probably lose Zion anyway. They might as well start blowing up, preparing for post Zion career, and just start loading up on picks again. Like, they got to do something.
2: I mean, they already have like 75 picks. Yeah. I don't know yeah. how many more picks they want. They have every Laker pick for the next like 10 years.
1: Yeah. So, but the reality is, like, Ingram is, again, one of those types of players, like a Zach Levine and an Ingram, that you give the ball to, you get the hell out of the way, and the guy could score a bucket. I Don't think he could play
2: time. with Randall, though. No, I, I, I think so. They, I don't know how they actually play together. They did play oh, together. Yeah.
1: It did yeah. work.
0: <laughs> so we got Project Nerd back there. You know, I want to get his take. So Hector, is there a name out there you're trading for?
5: I love I love the Miles turner conversation. I love that. Um he, he he will bring a different dynamic to this team. But there's four players that I that that are very low key under the radar that a lot of people don't talk about. Daddy is young out of San Antonio. Right. I mean, Jeremy athlete. Grant out oh, of Detroit. Oh,
1: okay. Thaddeus Young though. He's he's a vet athletic yeah. athletic, but like he's not, a backup he's, bro. He's not a national or he's a come off the bench energy defender. Yeah.
5: Yeah. yeah. Jeremy so Grant an interesting Young, player. Robert Covington, Jeremy Grant. And the offensive threat that Nick, Nick fans want for the longest, Terrence Ross out of Orlando.
2: Love Terrence oh, Ross, like my that. God. I'd be okay I with I love that. T. Ross.
5: Love so him. So those, those, to me, those, those are four players that know what their role is on a team and know what they, what they have to come to work to do, especially Jeremy Graham. I want
6: to talk about that for a second. Let's give Knicks fans a layout of the current roster. You don't have a point guard. So our point guards are scoring twos that are now handling the ball. Yeah. We haven't had a point guard who can shoot, but also who can create. We thought Kemba might be it, be there, but he yeah. clearly just didn't turn out to be. So still looking for a point guard to the two position, like Jerry was talking about earlier. We have shooters and scores, but we don't have knockdown threats to space the floor. Mm-hmm. You get a buddy healed, you get a Terrence raw I mean Terrence Ross in the garden is one of the scariest sights because he's chucking, and if he's hot, that's 30 points. <laughs> he, uh, he's an instant green light when he he's, walks he's, on yeah. the court. absolutely. At the, now at the three position, you need a slashing wing who is also a threat to shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. RJ Barrett is the closest thing to actually matching that as we have, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. but he's, just, he's, not, he's clearly not a knockdown shooter. Last year was a blip. That doesn't mean he's a bad shooter, but he's not 40% from three career in my opinion. And he's not great at finishing at the rim. So he's like the mold of what we want, but he's just not there. At the four, I actually think Randall fits like your typical four. And then the five, I don't hate Mitch or Noel as your typical five either. In today's NBA, you want a more like Turner where they can space the floor or catch lobs, and that's kind of what Noel can't do. Mitch can't stay healthy. So we don't have that either. So we're kind of missing four out of the five roles. And to your point, Hector, it's like, If we just piece together a Covington who knew he was a three and D guy, Thaddeus Young, who's a bench wing, who can attack, like that's what the Knicks need. And we don't have any of that. We have six guards right now who just dribble and shoot.
1: Jack, what I heard you just say though, when I was listening to it was to me, what stood out from what you said was the backcourt hole. Like, honestly, like when we got, when you got to the front line, you know, Randall, I mean, RJ was close enough. Randall's close enough. We like the Mitch and Noel, it comes down to the backcourt as being what we're missing here in terms of really and we tried we swung and missed we yeah. got, we got kemba and we got our two starters failed to deliver so yeah. it's a starting point guard and we had, and we actually have a great backup unit in, in, in the i love our bench i think our bench is stacked so mm-hmm. it's it's really a we need to get rid of kemba and Fournier. that's the real answer here and then but then who if like if we zero in now because we're saying that that really could be the core issues, then we have to solve for those. So it's like I'm looking at the point guard list. Like there's if, I, if like the top. Time- I,
6: I think Brogdon is is just makes so much sense for this team. He can be 17 and six night in night out and be a good defensive player. Like. He that's could my, literally reset the Knicks franchise just by being an above-average point guard. That's is he fully need. available?
2: Because I know everyone on the Pacers nah. were talking about splitting up Turner he's, and Sabonis and LaVert. I haven't he's, heard Brogdon much. I heard LaVert, and He won't, and he won't and be Turner. available
5: until the off-season because he signed an extension this gotcha. past offseason. So he has to wait till April in order to him, for him to for be traded. Yeah. yeah, and that's past the deadline. That's what I want. That's who I yeah. want. Once this Indiana Pacers talk, Started going up. That's why I want, but then I,
2: I would take that Turner that and Heald right now and swing with Rose, start Rose and Burks as the primary with Randall as well as the primary yeah. ball handlers for this year
6: mm-hmm.
2: and then retool off of that. And I, I yeah, because if Brogdon's not available, and it, it, <laughs> what about know. Russ? Yeah.
6: Did we talk Russ? We didn't, they've had yeah. conversations. It's an awkward silence. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. i I'll even bring Kyle back <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, uh, Yeah, Russ, I mean, I don't know. Who the hell knows what you're getting with Russ at this point in his career? I have no idea. Um, like, I'd be more excited about uh, a De'Aaron Fox, even though De'Aaron Fox is not probably a Tibbs guy because his defense isn't great.
2: You want those guys though with bad situations that need a little bit of a rebrand. Like, that's the kind of thing I, I think was. We got to target.
4: I was just about to say, because you know, you saw my comment. Uh, I think you got to go after the Kings, the two guys over for the Kings. Because, like, you got one guy in um, Marvin Bagley who's been banged up, but he needs a fresh start. I think you can go after at least one of those two guys, maybe both. Bring him here, give him a new
1: home, show him some love. What are you doing with Bagley though? Because he's got he, he's just gonna play, he's he's Randall's position.
6: Well, we've been playing some small ball, and to me, he's a he would be a really good option, whether you put Randall at five or you we need a little more size in our small ball lineups. Like we're three guards, really four guards. Yep. So so there is an interesting
5: spot. Awesome. If, well, he he wants know. to be a starter, you know, uh, and according to his yeah. father, his father wants him to be the main focal point of a yeah. team. So I don't think he's willing to come to New York to be a bench player. He's a phenomenal talent. Go I after mean,
4: Hield and Fox. If if he can, like, you know, prove himself that he is starter worthy, I think New York is the place for him. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's like Jerry's been saying, you know, we got to take that – you got to take those risks. You got to really – be more aggressive and take a shot on some guys that are considered more risky.
2: If the Kings yeah. would take a first round pick and Knox for healed right tomorrow, are you doing it?
1: Yep. Uh, first round. I mean, you think he the is-
2: Knicks first, which oh. right now is slated to be, you know, a lottery pick pretty much. This like year's 10th. first, this year's oh. first, and say kevin knox for healed and what i don't even know if it all lines up isn't it bad uh, like that we've got
0: we're, we're paying more attention to the value of the first pick and not knox oh, like, oh yeah no knox
2: knox. Gonna throw <laughs> in, some other contract filler stuff too because knox doesn't make a whole lot i mean he well, makes for Fortnite, so that's
5: a lot of value right there <laughs> uh,
2: but for something like that are you are you doing it that's
4: tough because we already established <laughs> the other first, the Dallas pick that we got is not going to be that great. So we I mean, they're really, only two and a half a lot. games
5: ahead of where we're at right now. Yeah, but with the Dallas pick, it's lottery protected. So even if they have a horrible season and they're in the lottery, we won't be.
2: Is it? Game. I don't think it's lottery protected. I think it's like top three protected.
5: Oh, okay. I thought it was full lottery protected.
2: No, I think it's like top three. Protected or something like that. No, oh, okay, okay.
0: All right, guys. So I, I'm gonna jump in here because we've been having great conversations. Didn't even realize what time it was. And I know we had a hard stop at three. Hey, Kyle, Hector, appreciate you guys checking in. Look pleasure forward to talking to you guys later. Mm-hmm. Guys, I
1: like this. I like this time slot. I'm I'm good. I, if we want to keep, we might have to mess with the name a little bit, but <laughs>
0: right Nick's nights. we'll we'll figure something out. Next we'll figure it night? out. <laughs>
6: We'll,
1: thanks, will we'll Put it
0: up for a vote. Jack man, thanks for stopping by. Jack, good to see um, your
6: face, brother. Good to see you. And
0: uh look forward to us doing it again next week. I got a little video for everybody before we get out of what's coming up. And uh hope everybody has a great It's weird, right? The rest of the day. Beat
2: the rockets, do your job, beat the rockets. <laughs>